Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Um, okay, so as I said, there's just a million things going on. One of the big ones, it, it's not going to affect you. Well, it will, it might affect you today. Uh, it's definitely going to have an impact on, on our country, uh, in a number of ways. We'll have to see. It remains to be seen, uh, exactly how this will play out in the end. But for the first time in the 88 year history of, um, United Auto Workers Union, they have walked out on all three of the major car manufacturers in the United States. It happened last night at 11.59. So, uh, as of, you know, midnight today, they were off the job at Ford, um, Stellantis, which used to be Fiat Chrysler and General Motors. All three of those major auto workers, the contract expired and 146,000 um, unionized workers are in a legal strike position, but only 13,000 of them have walked off the job thus far. Um, how will it play out? They say they want to take a surgical approach, maybe rotating. There could be more things. Now, this is a first, as I said. Typically, you have them go after one company, but the union, led by Sean Fain, striking at all three. But as I say, they're not all walking off the job. Instead, they're going to try and target it. They say there's a reason for that. The real reason for that is strike pay. It would cost them a hell of a lot of money to take everybody out, uh, and the strike wouldn't last all that long. Meanwhile, uh, the demands, uh, you've probably heard some of them. 36% over four years is where they started. The, the, the companies came back at 20%, uh, and that was rejected, and, and here we are. So how long might this go, and what's it going to mean for our country? I'm going to speak now with Flavio Volpe, who is president of the Automotive Parts Manufacturers Association. He's been involved in the auto industry for a long, long time. Flavio, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on. So what do we know? Uh, from what I hear and everything that seems to be in the media, they're pretty far apart here, and the demands from the union uh, almost incomprehensible. What are you hearing about negotiations? Well, look, I'm, the most important thing is I'm looking at the same reports as you. The union has has um, gone to the strike deadline and walked on three specific plants, one from each company, kind of unprecedented. I guess wars have been fought on three fronts before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this that part isn't the first, but for a labor negotiation, it's it's um, interesting. Uh, the the negotiations between the UAW and those companies are completely separate from the UNIFOR, the Canadian negotiations with those companies. In Canada, we uh, Canadian auto parts suppliers ship $35 billion worth of parts a year from their factories. About 48% of that goes into the U.S. So, you know, we're watching it. We're not a party to any of those conversations, and so it's a bit frustrating, but uh, we're watching. If the there usually isn't production scheduled for Saturdays and Sundays. So if this ends up being a one-day strike and they figure it out over the weekend, um, business as usual on Monday. Yeah. But, but you know, if it if it expands or if it goes into, you know, uh, uh, through next week or into the week after, we're going to see Canadian parts companies uh, have to halt production for those customers. And there'll be some effect on uh, on uh, temporary layoffs. Um 
you know, it's uh, we're so completely integrated yeah. uh, that that there's no way to avoid it. Uh, we'll talk about the integration in a sec, but first, a lot of people pointing to the fact that you know there's similar negotiations taking place in Canada right now. Unifor is the union that represents these workers, and they're in a legal strike position in our country um, Monday at midnight or Tuesday morning at midnight, however you want to look at it. Um, but it seems to me everybody seems to think the likelihood of a strike in Canada, like we're seeing in the U.S not nearly to the same risk, right? Yeah, look, it's important to understand the dynamics of the difference. In Canada, we don't have our own auto companies. And so uh, the biggest issues we have as a sector uh, are, uh, you know, trade wars with the U.S. or currency exchange or, or uh, uh, other major macroeconomic dynamics. The the union sits at the same table with uh, part suppliers Automakers and the government is something we call the Canadian Automotive Partnership Council. So we we know each other, we talk to each other on a regular basis, and you know the union and the car companies are two members of Team Canada. Uh, in the U.S., uh, they don't have to do that because they're the U.S., so they don't actually sit down with each other except for when uh, they go for these collective bargaining agreements. And so the dynamic is different. Also, in the U.S., they have two tiered wages. You know, when the world fell apart in 2009 and 10, that union made concessions or forced to make concessions to stay in business. Uh, and so new workers there started at $14 an hour. In uh, in Canada, uh, workers stayed whole while the suppliers stayed whole, while the company stayed whole. So it's a completely different. It's a In Canada, it is a tough negotiation between friends. In the U.S., it's a tough negotiation between adversaries. Interesting. Okay, now, um, as you say, how it's going to impact us, because the, the industry is so integrated. Um, let's start with if you're a customer who's ordered a vehicle, because I read now that the Teamsters have said, hey, even if you produce vehicles, as long as they're on strike, we're not delivering them. That's going to hit us because we buy vehicles that are made in the United States, right? For sure. Look, if you're trying to buy a Jeep from the Toledo, Ohio plant, it's going to be at least one day later. Yeah. You know, uh, and I don't mean to be funny about it, but the direct result is, as these, if these things continue uh, at those plants, uh, those products uh, will not get delivered. That's why we're all hoping for a really short uh, uh, disruption here. We are at um, inventory levels for dealers across North America. And normal times are, you know, 60, 70, 80 days. Uh, because of all the shortages, uh, you know, through the pandemic here, and I think consumers are seeing that in the price of vehicles, yeah. that inventory is down in a lot of places to two or three weeks. So um, in the past, if you lost a day's worth of inventory, you'd lose, you know, one and a half percent of it. At this point, if you lose uh, a day of inventory and you're down to two weeks, you're looking at six or seven percent shorter inventory. It's not, it's not ideal for for yeah. car shoppers. If hey, Flavio, you've got not even ten percent of the workforce eligible to be on strike today. On strike, you've got thirteen thousand out of one hundred and forty-six thousand. So, um, I mean, does that make things better or worse for all these things that we're talking about? I mean, these plants can they really operate? What can their expectation be? I mean, how does this strategy play out? Do you think? Well, I think those specific plants where 100% of the workforce walked out. I mean, it's pretty binary. They're not making cars there. If you're supplying that plant uh, and that plant is shut down for more than two days as a supplier, you know, whether you're making seats or wheels or infotainment systems, uh, you're going to have to sit and wait. I I think they're being... Look, this is an unprecedented fight on three fronts, but uh, I think in your your preface here, you were right. Uh, 
they are going to rotate if this is going to be prolonged because uh, it would cost the, the everybody a heck of a lot. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's five hundred bucks a week. One hundred forty-six thousand yeah. people. You you chew through a lot of money really fast. Yeah, that's right. Um, what's your anticipation? Like you say, hopefully it's a one-day thing. Do you think it is? I mean, do you think this could be one day, one week, one month? I mean, what are you looking at? It's not lost on me that it's a Friday, and we don't have production days on Saturday and Sunday. And so, um, on one hand, um, uh, you know, it looks uh, very bleak, especially in those three plants, but the the union and the companies have three days. You know, today... Uh, Saturday and Sunday yeah. to not have a full disruption. I'm hopeful. Uh, who knows? We're, we're, we're in such unprecedented territory and everybody's got so much to lose. There is a real scenario where we're back to work uh, at those plants on Tuesday. Wow. That would be a, that would be best for everybody. I mean, how long do you think it is before you start seeing, like, like you said, maybe we're going to have to see layoffs in the Canadian side of the border is, you know, I mean, these companies just can't operate the way they want to. How long do you think that it needs to go on until we start to see that, you know, knock on effect here in our country? Well, I think what will happen, uh, because the labor market is also so tight here, like everybody's scrambling for workers, so what would happen is if it was shut down, if those three plants were shut down for a week, you'd have temporary layoffs uh, here uh, uh, from the part suppliers that supply them. But the companies would be definitely holding on to those workers yeah. and, and having to pay and wanting to pay to keep them. You don't, last thing you're going to do is let them go because you won't get them back. Exactly, yeah. We know how that's working yeah. out all across the country right now. Right. Flavio, great insight as always. Thank you so much for being here today.